Welcome to the Coronavirus Weekly Brief. We're your hosts. I'm David Sturman. And I'm Emily Schneider. Here are the headlines you need to know. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration is expected to authorize a second coronavirus vaccine booster for anyone over the age of 50. The authorizations for second Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna boosters could be announced as soon as Tuesday. After the authorizations are granted, it is believed that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention will say that the second boosters are available but not explicitly recommend them. People who are eligible should wait at least four months after their first booster before getting a second. Administration officials have been debating the issue of additional booster doses, but the recent rise in infections in Europe due to an Omicron subvariant have pushed officials to push for more protection. Shanghai has never imposed a full-scale citywide lockdown before, but new regulations announced on Sunday night are the closest the city has come so far. The new round of lockdowns will be rolled out sequentially as part of an effort to test the entire population of 26 million people. The restrictions and mass testing began this morning in areas east of the Wangpao River. Testing and restrictions in districts west of the river will begin on April 1st. During the lockdowns, no one will be allowed to leave their neighborhoods and non-essential businesses and transportation will be closed. Shanghai reported just over 2,600 new cases on Sunday, up drastically from just a handful of cases per day in early March, and hospitals are stretched thin. On Saturday, Hawaii lifted its indoor mask mandate, making it the final state in the nation to end its statewide mandate. The New York Times writes, Quote, the state also suspended its safe travels program, allowing travelers from the continental United States to enter without submitting proof of vaccination or the results of an approved coronavirus test for the first time since the pandemic began, unquote. The move comes as the recent wave of cases and hospitalizations subsides in Hawaii and nationally and was greeted with delight by the state's tourism industry. The Wall Street Journal reports that inflation is playing a major role in Republican congressional campaign ads. The journal writes, quote, if Americans aren't feeling the pain of inflation enough on their own, Republicans running for Congress are working hard to remind them of the biggest price increases in four decades, end quote. Among these candidates emphasizing inflation is Senator Ron Johnson, who is running an ad calling inflation the Democrats' tax on the middle class. The journal reports, quote, overall, about one in eight television ads in congressional races aired between January 1st and March 20th has featured inflation as a topic. According to a Wall Street Journal analysis of broadcast and national cable data from the ad tracking firm Ad Impact, about 69% of those more than 15,800 airings were sponsored by Republicans or conservative-leaning groups, end quote. Democrats have sought to counter the message by pointing to other factors driving inflation, including the Russian invasion of Ukraine and supply chain disruptions. And the journal writes, quote, some also point to their efforts to lower prices on such things as insulin and childcare and their willingness to take on what they see as price gouging by oil companies, end quote. On Friday, Amazon workers at a Staten Island warehouse began voting on whether to unionize. The Washington Post writes, quote, if the vote succeeds, the warehouse would be the first Amazon facility to unionize in the country, dealing a major blow to the online retail giant's efforts to keep organized labor out. It would also mean an independent union succeeded where many more established unions have faltered, something said to be possible because it's run by Amazon insiders. 
As we have covered in prior briefs, the unionization effort is not tied to a major union and features warehouses that were prominent early in the pandemic as sites of protests over Amazon's work conditions. To see our daily brief, go to the address in our show notes and follow us on Twitter, at New America ISP. The Coronavirus Weekly Brief was produced by Shannon Lynch and Jason Stewart and was edited by Shannon Lynch. The podcast is brought to you by New America and Arizona State University. 